So the second pop filter is going to work, right? I'm pretty sure, if the rumors are true. Hello. Hello. I don't think it's doing anything. Let me, let me, let me try. Let me just try. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ultra Ranger. Yeah, I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the hype is about these things. I don't know either. I don't know. We got a pop filter on one, so I was like, hey, what if we do two pop, two pop filters? Well, anyways, let's schwa the roll call. A.G. Subaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the podcast. <sighs> That's the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster, Oligar. And I'm your co host, Ultra Pink Caster, Lane. Ooh. We're back, baby. Yes, we are on episode 77 Ooh. of our lovable podcast. Double seven lovable. Seven, seven, seven. We're not talking about anything. Seven. Seven, seven, seven. Seven, seven, seven. seven. So it's funny, freaking uh, Gar made a tweet about uh, to Destiny Amber because she made a uh, post being like, "What's your favorite like Tokusatsu podcast?" Well, no, 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 she said Kaiju podcast. Oh, Kaiju podcast, yeah. And, we, and Gar was like, "Well, well, it's, Ultra Ranger. it's totally not Ultra Ranger." And I just responded with, "Yeah, no, they're pretty good." Mm. <laughs> so I don't know if she glued in. She probably looked this up and looked this, looked it up and was like. Bastards. Well, at least they're consistent. <laughs> and blocked. <laughs> you cannot tweet out to Destiny Amber. Oh. <laughs> just, just me and her icon. Hey, you're Destiny Amber. Get kicking the crotch. <laughs> no, just don't plug your own <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, she's a very nice lady. Oh yeah, she... I like to meet her. I've I've responded. I've talked to her a couple times when like she posts photos and stuff. I'm like, oh, you're pretty. And she's like, thank you. I like her cat pictures. Sounds like your sister, though. Yeah. Which, <laughs> if I know my sister, then I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> but today we are talking about episodes twos. Double do's. Yeah. Episodes two. That, see, that's why I'm fucking happy we're doing this, because we'll just be consistent. But then once we get to fucking past 39 in Voltaran, Tiga, we'll be like, fuck. What do we do now? Well, we could just talk about the anime. That's 13 episodes. Then we could just, boom, everything, like, it matches with Tiga. There you go, because technically it's a sequel to Ultraman. Yeah. So, ooh, there you go. We'll do that. <laughs> oh, I'm excited now. Yeah. It's going to be a guy. you're so smart. Yeah, so we're talking about episode two of Ultraman and episode two of Ultraman Tiga. Oh, my God. You guys are in for a fucking ride with Ultraman. Oh, yes. But first, we got some news. Little, little news bits. Yeah, some newsies. The Newsies. Isn't that a Disney movie, I think? No. Newsies? No, it is a Disney movie, though. G-Force. 
You know what is a Disney movie? Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, they announced Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, and all. Oh, oh. oh, this is an Ultraman podcast. Why are you guys talking about Star Wars? Because we both like Star Wars. Maybe they'll be trying kaiju in Star Wars. I, I mean, it, it, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> Oh, you know what? There was a kaiju in Solo. The giant space kraken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doesn't that, wouldn't a Rancor count? Kinda. I mean, there are Rancors that can grow pretty fucking big. Because they're native to Kalusha, so. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just reminded of the scene from Family Guy with, like, uh, Carter. He puts the guy in, like, uh, like in a Rancor pit. And, like, he, he crawls his way out. He's like, huh. I didn't know your last name meant you're a Jedi. <laughs> Um, yeah, so episode nine's coming out December, and we're fucking excited. The Rise of the Skywalker. I'm gonna admit, I'm not too excited for that title, but, like, that just oh, mean I think they made it that way because that kind of gets people more interested. You know what I kind of like about the title? Mm-hmm. It's just the logo itself and how it's, like, it's neon blue. Yeah, I or, like that. Or, or, like, it's just how it's blue, like, like the old Star Wars, like, merchandise. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, yeah, I like that. It looks yeah. good. But anyways, uh, actual news, or, well, no, episode 9 is actual news, but, you know, Ultraman Godzilla news. Mm-hmm. So, Subarai Productions announces a new digital media service Ooh. called Subarai Galaxy. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, Subarai Gal- Galaxy uh, is basically, it'll be a streaming service. With Ultraman episodes, interviews from the cast and crew, exclusive merchandise, and more on your computers and mobile devices. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. The service will cost a fee of 980 yen per month. That's pretty that's cheap. A ten, that's like 10 11 dollars. Yeah, 10 11 bucks. And new content will be released on the 15th of each following month. So I'm assuming this is only in Japan? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. It's like uh, the Toei Tokusatsu fan club thing. Uh, Subaraya Galaxy has been announced to launch on April 12th of 2019, so that was two days ago, mm-hmm. uh, which is the 56th anniversary of Subaraya Productions founding. Fuck. Yeah, because, uh, Subaraya Productions, I think, happened in 1963? Okay. I think it was known, like, they did a few things, and then... Six- well, yeah, 2019, yeah, it would have been 63. Yeah. Like Doctor Who. And Star Trek. And... No, wait. No, Batman started in 66. And Star Wars was 14 years later. Star Wars? It all connects. (laughs) It's like poetry. (laughs) It's like ultra poetry. It's trash. (laughs) It's trash. Yeah, um... Super Eye Galaxy. It sounds interesting. Uh... Oh my god, can we just can we just have the thumbnail just be Ultraman and just like it's like George Lucas? <laughs> and like the glasses and the gray hair oh. and, and the beard. Okay, so okay, so the thumbnail. It's like it's like poetry schwass. <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> ultra it's like Ultraman schwass. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Not even ten minutes in we already have our title. In thumbnail. Oh fucking perfect. Thank you, George Lucas. It's like Ultraman. Thank you for, thank you for creating Star Wars. Honestly, probably after I'm done recording tonight, I'm gonna I'm just gonna watch Last Jedi because I've been dying to watch it. Uh, yeah, and then it's like Ultraman with George Lucas. Yep. Or or with wait. Like his likeness, so like he okay. has like gray hair, the beard, the glasses. I wonder what he does. 
Like, like, what with is George he? Lucas now? Yeah, like, what is he doing with his life? I think he's just retired. Apparently, he's he's on for episode nine as like a consultant. So, <laughs> no, because like he's a creator, so it's like you know he has some input. Yeah, it's like, like what, what do you want to see, George? Like, what do you think of these movies? Like, okay, because you know, what, I mean, you know what? that's something that I've never actually heard. What does he think of the new Disney movies? Yeah, he's never really been blatant about but it. But I feel, I feel like this is this is like the final movie. Like it's like like they're taking a huge hiatus. It's like it's like, it's like yeah. So it's like it's like you have to like get the creator in on this just for his input. Just so. give me Ewoks. Just bring Jar Jar back. I'll be good. <laughs> hey, bring Jar Jar back. <laughs> no, he he'd be long dead by now. No, we don't. Well, now I'm curious to find out the lifespan of a Gungan. <laughs> Alright, uh, other toy news. Oh, Jesus Christ! What's fucking up with Pikmon's face? Yeah, there's some merch, random merchandise available. Okay. Of, uh... uh... So, apparently, a company named Gomera Kick presents three premium, highly detailed Ultraman statues for a summer release. So, the first... The first one being uh, Gameron, so it's not Pigmon. Oh, it's not Pigmon? No, it's what's... It's kind of based it's, on Pigmon. It's like evil Pigmon? I think so, maybe. I've never heard of, I've never heard of a Gameron. What's like Pigmon? You know what, that sounds like a third-party thing that like Transformers do. It's like, here's our third-party character, Springer, but since we can't call him that, let's call him Samurai Blade. Bumblebee's called B Jump. Oh. You can't call them by their actual names. Or oh. it's like, oh, 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 oh. That's awful. Yeah, these figures are scary, man. No, that's fucking terrifying. That's like if. Ooh. Yeah, like if I woke up and that was in front, that was in the foot of my bed, I'd be terrified. It's like a Pokemon. Jesus. And she's like, like, like she looks afraid. She's like, she, she looks like she picked it out of like the fucking ocean. Like, it like does. You see, the, you see in the ocean, you're just like, oh, what the, oh my god, look at the top. Ah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, anyways, no. Uh, Ultrantaro. Ultrantaro. He looks cool. It has zero articulation. This it looks like a really highly articulate spark doll. Or like highly detailed spark doll. Yeah. Okay, so we got Taro. Um, and then who we finally got, we got... Oh, that's pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty massive. But you know what is massive? This Ultraman Tiga. And, uh, and the ripples in the suit. When I was at my uh, local comic book shop, this was actually in the magazine for like pre-orders. Mm. Like this, like you want to know how huge this thing is? Mm. It's how big it is. What the fuck? Yeah, this thing's like eighty it's, inches it's, tall, it, or like eighty centimeters. Price is fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, this thing was pretty expensive, and uh. In that book. Now I'm like... It reminds me of that shot from fucking, uh... Fucking Jingle All the Way, where it's just like... Oh, where he's holding the Turbo Man. The picture of the Turbo Man. This was taken this morning. This morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a doll. It's just a stupid plastic doll. I don't want to hear no more about this Turbo Man. I don't want to hear any more about this Ultimate Tiga. Can we get Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> to be like a captain in a American Ultraman movie? Look, look, it's Pig, it's, it's Pigmon. No one cares about Pigmon. Nobody cares. Fire the Vitos. Take care of all 
Wait, no, Austrian. Aust- Wait, is he Australian or is he Austrian? He's Austrian. Take care of all of the vitos. The kaijus are coming. Yeah, you do better, Arnie. Look out for Jesus. <laughs> you do better, Arnie, than I do. Schwalala. We need Ultraman. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, like the detail in the suit. Yeah, they good. have like the, the wrinkles and like the... Wow. Because remember, Ultraman is not a spandex suit. It is a latex suit. It's, no, no, it's, not latex. It's, it's, uh, it's her skin. Um, what is it? It's, yeah, it's latex. You said. Yeah, yeah, it's like a latex. Yeah, it's like a rubber suit. Yeah, and like even like even the fin in the back isn't straight because it's like there's no such thing as straight things. No. That sounded bad out of context. <laughs> or that, it reminds me of a. Uh, of the scene from Kampai Senshin After Five. When they're like, do you guys ever see the zippers on the back of the monsters? Yeah, yeah, we do. I wonder what's in it. And the Blue Ranger's like, I've seen what it looks like. What does it look like? Under the zipper. You don't want to know. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, these things are pretty expensive. Like, the, uh, yeah, the Tiga statue is 80 centimeters tall. Has LED lights. Uh, doesn't have a price. Oh yeah, yes it does. Yeah. Uh, one hundred fifty-eight thousand. So yeah, that's yeah. like almost sixteen hundred dollars for a fucking statue. Tiga. Then Taro is thirty-four thousand or thirty-four thousand eight hundred yen. Oh, it's a sound effect model, so it actually has like lights and sounds and shit. So oh yeah, yeah okay. So Ultra Q, uh, Decay Get Gamma. Garamon. So I guess Pigmon. This is what Pigmon's suit came from. I guess so. Maybe it's just like maybe, maybe Pigmon's like a baby of like a Garamon or something. Well, they, they were cheap, so it was probably like, okay, what suits do we have? Uh, we got Garamon. Okay, let's rip off two of the arms. Give it more of a happy face. Boom. What are you doing? Get out of here. No, now we so, now we just sound like Lumpy. Oh god! That's it. Episode nine: Rise of Skywalker's Lumpy. Lumpy. Lumpy's gonna come back, save his dad. He's gonna have two crossbows. Fucking fall can't happen soon enough. I want, I want, I want new Star Wars toys. Fuck Power Rangers. Fuck the next Common Rider. Fucking episode nine toys. You know what? If they do a Star Wars toy thing in like in our area, I wouldn't mind going. To I that. would love to go because oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind having a new Poe Dameron. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Uh, speaking of toys, our last news story involves the ult- the SH Figuarts Ultraman the animation figure lineup. So these are based on the Ultraman manga slash anime. So. Uh, they're SH Figuarts Ultraman and Ultraman 7.5, aka the Ultra 7 suit. Didn't they get Figuarts of them? Well, here's the thing. When they were first, when they first came out, they were Ultra Act SH Figuarts combination. Like, they were easing into making them Figuarts at oh, the time. Oh, okay. So these are just straight up Figuarts. Yes. Oh. Yes. oh look at Ultra 7. It looks so cool. Ultra 7 does look pretty cool. That's fucking uh, the best thing about these figures, like this news article mentions, is that these will come with all new joints and and are heavily based on the CGI animation models. Yeah, from I can the tell. anime. 
So like they're lighter in color. They're they're gonna have better articulation than the Ultra Act Figuarts ones. Cool. Uh, both of them will be coming out in September for six thousand four hundred eighty yen. Okay. Now I see that they did seven. Like they did Ultra Seven. They did Ultraman, but not Ace. Because Ace is also in the anime. Maybe Ace is later. Yeah, they'll probably do like Ace and Bemular because they made a Ultra Act SH Figuarts Bemular. Everyone wants a figure. Uh, apparently, some people really want a figure of um, Adad. Oh, Adad. Yeah. Yeah. Not Dada. Apparently, apparently, he like stole the fucking show. Yeah, he's a like I like I'm all caught up with the manga now, and uh, yeah, he's a. He becomes a pretty popular character. Mm. Like, like it's like, oh, he's like a bad guy because he's a because he's like dad. It's like, no, he he's like. Once you get to know him, it goes down the rabbit hole. Mm. Like everything's there, man. That's cool. Yeah. No, I actually might pick up the Ultraman one. Like, okay. like I mentioned, I didn't really mention this uh in the last episode of Ultra Ranger. But I found like I found the anime to be a bit eh. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Like a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's so fucking good." But like I, I try always trust your opinion on stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just like, like like if you haven't read the manga, it's enjoyable. But when you do read the manga and like you try like you try to watch the anime, it's like it's like going to a different restaurant and getting the thing that you that you know that you're gonna like, but you know it tastes different. Mm-hmm. But you just go with it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this burger doesn't taste like the burger that I usually get at this other place, but I'm still gonna eat it. Yeah, it's like my four cheese bagel I get at Timmy's sometimes. Like, I know the one Timmy's I go to near my work, they make it okay, but the one I go that's near a house, like by Walmart, they make it perfect every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck they do it. It's always perfect. Oh. I actually just like the. I, I just like how they're better in color they just yeah they look really really nice like the silver and red really pop yeah also in the uh, unrelated news but i got a sh figure arts of the uh renewal common writer ichigo yeah he did it looks beautiful it is beautiful it, it doesn't really do the whole like di- like iconic pose as as much as i want it to be but i got well, in like you, the closest you might, you might just have to loosen the joints up a bit yeah now i just need a nigo to go with him <laughs> there you go so uh, that's it for news. Let's get on to our first episode two. So what the fuck was it this episode? What were they doing? It, it was the first episode of the Ultra Series to debut Space Ninja Alien Bolton. Okay, well, we'll get to Bolton. Bolton was fucking awesome this, this whole episode. What the fuck was with all the fourth wall breaking? Yeah, this is the one episode of Ultraman where they decide to break the fourth wall. And it's the only time they do it. So like Ide has like this black eye and like according according to, like he goes to answer the phone a phone call but apparently Gar- guards watched a bit of the dub so yeah I watched a bit of the dub uh like the episode begins they're all doing their own thing Ide gets a call on the phone which he's like oh no that wasn't a meteorite that was this thing 
Which it, it reminded me of Ghostbusters. Yes, where the go? Hello, Ghostbusters. And yes, we are back. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Janine. Uh, yeah, Janine. Yeah, Janine. Uh, but yeah, like he answers the phone and like he's like, "Oh yeah, that's not me. You're right. That's a thing." But in the dub, it's his doctor calling him. He's like, "Yes, doctor. I'll make sure to put. Uh, I'll make sure to uh, keep it keep it safe." Yeah, put uh, ice on that. Yeah, put ice on it. Thank you very much, doctor. And like he hangs up, and like he's going back to his desk, but then he like he turns to the fourth wall, which. In case you don't know what the fourth wall is, the fourth walls indicate like the audience, the audience, yeah, like the TV. Yeah, like you like see, have you ever seen the Deadpool movie like that? That yeah, or oh. or the fun, the funniest one that I ever saw was a uh, or one of the funniest ones I saw was in Muppets Most Wanted. They're in the prison. It's like, how are we supposed to get out? We have to break the fourth wall. They stare at the screen and they're like, guys, I don't think it's doing anything. <laughs> no, my favorite's in Austin Powers too. Well, I don't. I think you just don't stress about it and just enjoy yourself. That goes for you all too. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I, like, I remember like, that. I will. When they're tra- when they're questioning time travel, it's like just, just go along with it. Be that fun. goes for you all too. Right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like yeah. it starts at the beginning of the episode. He's like, "How did I get this black guy?" Well, you have to find out. Well, it happened thirty eight hours ago. Thirty eight hours ago, and then it cuts to the actual episode. Where apparently a uh, like a flying object landed in the center, dead center of Tokyo, and we we don't know what it is yet until later on where they go to the science center, which is ironic enough in the center of Tokyo. And everyone's like disappeared, or they're trying to find everyone. Like they're frozen. Uh, yeah, well, all of them are frozen, which. It sucks because for like 1966, they're doing like their absolute best to just keep themselves like standing still. But you can see they're like kind of like tilting a bit and like trying to hold the pose for as long as they can. Any actor, like any actor is going to try their hardest. Yeah, that's why like I always used to play that game where like, you know, uh, like the person, one person would be pretending to be a janitor and you and everyone else would be like a statue and you have to move and not be caught. So I remember it was really hard to actually get frozen. Like a... Lois, it doesn't matter about all the all the characters in the background. Some of them don't even have lines. Some don't even blink. They just stand there anonymously. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get introduced to Alien Bolton. So, and I have to say, his like first design when you ever see of him. So cool. Oh. I love the eyes. The eyes were like moving on the suit. And I was like, holy shit. This is actually the first time in Ultra Ranger where we actually talked about something heavily focused on Bolton. Yeah. Other times he's just in the background. Yeah. Like, well, I remember that there was that one, the like in the X movie, like, oh, yeah. oh, see, yeah, like you see Ultra and fight like a shit ton of alien Boltons because. As you, as or is we, it just we, the same one? Yeah, because as we figure out, apparently Alien Bolton just Alien Bolton just have the ability to duplicate, duplicate, and like, yeah, and like I love the effect that they use. They just kind of do like an after image thing where it's just like they they play the same mm-hmm. like thing th- like uh, filming of just him moving, but then it just over overlay them and yeah. then yeah, it's just but, really cool. Like you'll you'll see that in the in the YouTube version of this episode when we're talking about the like the wallpaper for the episode is the iconic alien Bolton. Yeah, shot. and it's just it's so cool and like it's really funny because like Ide is just like he's the focus of the episode. So 
they like the cap cap like asks him to like talk to alien well, Bolton. Well, before right before that, they send Ar uh, Arashi. Oh yeah, and to, then he to gets find out. yeah. But H Hoshino, the kid, like he's in the back of the science patrol car. It's just like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this. What are you doing here? Well, if I asked, you probably would have said no. <laughs> or she just swerves the fucking car so the kid falls out of the back seat. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, he makes the thing just, like, uh, uh, with the girl, whatever, like that, just being like, oh, well, like, you know, this isn't a horse race, or, like, this is like a horse race. You guys have to, like, give every detail. And then he starts doing that. E every she's, 30 like, seconds, she's calling for an update, but there's nothing going on. Hayata just showed up. He's 29 meters away from the science center. 28. Okay, Hoshino, this isn't a horse race. We don't need every detail. <sighs> Women. Um, so, yeah, so then they, like, talk with the council. Like, Cap talks yeah, with the council. Yeah, yeah, the government officials. And, and they're just, like... Like, it, it's funny, because, like, Cap just, like, stands out so much because he's wearing his uniform. Oh, they're all wearing suits. Wait, wait. When you enter a, a cutscene in a video game and, you're, and you still have your custom yeah, your outfit. Custom there. <laughs> just, I love it. I, that's why I love games like that. Um, but yeah, so, like, they're talking, like, well, what should we do? Like, we should, uh, we have these missiles that we could use to just destroy, like, Bolton, the alien. And, like, Cap's like, no, 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 there's people in there. Like, we have, the, the science building's important. Like, we can't just destroy it. Let me, let me pretend one of my guys will talk and, like, interact with the alien. And it's just like, it's like, oh, I mean, apparently this board meeting went on for hours and they thought he was stupid. It's like, oh, we're going to try and talk to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just think, you serious? Yeah, they think it's fucking stupid. This is an alien. We're going to kill it. Yeah. So like, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't mention the word nuke, but I thought I heard nuclear missile. Yeah, I, I, when I was doing the notes, they did not mention nukes. Okay. So it was yeah, just their, it was, it was their just latest a, weapon. Yeah. It was just their latest missile. So, so yeah, so Cap decides to make Ide the one in charge to go talk to Ali the alien Bolton, and, like, Ide's just, like, being complete pussy about it. But it's really funny, so he, go he goes with Hayata, and, like, you, got you gotta remember, like, it's just, like, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't play the whole, like, Ultraman's... Because remember, this is Ultraman in that body. It's not the Hayata we, we, we met at the beginning of the, the show. It's Ultraman being Hayata. So, like, I know they're, like, a 2-1-B, but it would have been interesting to see, like, Ultraman just kind of being like, so this is what... Hmm. Ow! All right, yeah, I guess okay, so. I guess that hurts, yeah. I guess that hurts. Oh, I have one of these. Wow. <laughs> Lane, for, for those that didn't see it, let Lane pretend to pull up his pants and look at a dick. Look at his dick. <laughs> um, but no... So then we get this, like, I thought this was really funny, where just, like, Ida's, like, about to walk in, he's just like, it's like, hi, so you're gonna be with me right there, right? Like, you, you're you gonna help me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be fun. Oh, oh, okay. is the spider shot of energy power at full level? Yeah, it's at full level. You know what? I think I forgot something. I think we should just no. go the fight. You know what? You, know what? You, you take point. You take point. And Hyde's just like, just go. I'll be fucking be there with you. Like, he gets, like, the last time he does it, he's like, can you come with me? Yeah, he's just, All right. and so like what's interesting is Alien Bolton he like takes the control of, like a uh, of um I think it was just like a security guard was it it was yeah, it was Arashi yeah it was Arashi yeah uh, and so he takes over his body and he's just like you can tell that like Bolton Alien Bolton's like having trouble using like him as like a 
communicator because like he's but, like your language is weird. I don't like communicating tried, through this. Because he tried to talk to him by alien. It would, it's like, but you've never met an alien before, so well, you know what alien is. Yeah. And then we just get like, which I thought this was funny because this is like 1966. Their budget's limited or whatever like that. So it's like, yeah, see up there, there's we have an invisible spaceship that has all 2.2 billion alien Boltons on that ship, and they're so small, the size of bacteria on that ship as we speak. And I'm just like, I'm just sitting there being like, uh huh, okay. First off, it's two point three billion. Oh, whatever. But still, I'm like, no, no, I'm the, like, the human, the human race in 1966 was two point two. Oh, okay. But yeah, so apparently the entire Bolton race is just microscopic size on this invisible spaceship. Yeah, yeah apparently one of their scientists blew up their sun, so they've just been trying to find a new home. Yeah, like and they're the like, plan, yeah. it's like they, they and like Hyatt and they just like, why don't you go live on Mars? There's something Too on desolate. Mars. It's like no. Mars sucks. Like he's melting something, but they're like, "What are you saying?" And it's like nothing. Mm-hmm. We so, like Earth. Yeah. We shall take it as your prisoners. Yeah. So like they decide, and um, or take it by force. I mean, they take it by force, and like obviously, Hyatt and them were like, "Well, no, fuck you." So, like Hyatt, like so then like. Attack starts happening, or whatever like that, and then like the government panics, so they're like, uh, "Fire the missile!" Yeah, because the Bolton grew into like yeah. a oh, kaiju yeah. size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it grew into kaiju size. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, he just sounds like he's back case of dick enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, anyway, it, so like... <laughs> it reminds me of Bowser from Super Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what the boo sounded in Mario 64. It's just a sped up Bowser laugh. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so, like, he knocks Hayato away because, like, Ide takes Arashi back, back to the main floor of the building. Yeah, and then just, like, Hayato gets thrown off the building and, like, he drops his beta capsule and it's, like, you know. You, you could just go down to the other floor, pick it up by the window. No, and so he gets thrown off and then, like, Ide's like, Hayato! And then you just see just all of a sudden grows an altar man. Yeah, Hayata jumps off the building to grab the beta capsule. This is 1966. So you just see a dummy. You you see a like you see a dummy. Yeah, it's just a dummy with Hayata's clothes on. It's yeah, fucking hilarious. Like with a science patrol uniform on. So yeah, you gotta remember, people. This is like 1966. This is the first like Ultraman series. We don't have like a transformation. He just presses a button on the base park and then just. Instant Ultraman. Which, uh, according to the Japanese Wikipedia page, this was the first episode to go into production. Huh. Yeah. So, like, when they started filming the show, this was the first episode they filmed. Ah, that's probably why they did the whole fourth wall thing. Yeah. That makes sense. And when they did, it's like, no, that makes stupid. Okay, well, it is the first episode. Yeah. We'll make it proper. But we'll release this anyway, because Alien Bolt is cool. I honestly think they did that just for, like, a runtime thing. Yeah. Like, they were a few minutes off. Yeah. Because they're, the fight between Ultraman and Bolton, like, this is the very first fight between these two iconic characters. It was nothing much, like, it was nothing but just, like, a dog fight. Yeah, they were just, like, yeah, literally the whole fight was just them flying. Yeah, flying around, they would, like, chuckle, or not chuckle, but, like, they would, like, toss toss each other around a bit. Ultraman yeah. cut one of Bolton's, like, hands in half. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, he uses, which actually gets named later, the his spacium topsin. Apparently that originates from Mars or something. Yeah, they were talking, like, the girl, the woman was talking about some kind of, like, metal. It's like, oh, it's spacium metal from Mars. I'm like, oh, so, wait, the Boltons were already on Mars. They stole it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Salterman defeats Bolton, and he fucks off. Look, he finds the spaceship. Mm-hmm. And he flies off into space. We don't know what he does with this. It's vague on what he does, because the next scene we see is the sun rising, and there's, like, a random flash. I think he like, threw in the background. them into the sun. Either he chucked them into the sun. <laughs> he destroyed the entire Bolton race by throwing them into the sun. He, it could either that, either that or he just... T- because the reason why they came to Earth is because their gravitational pull of a planet like sucked them in, and it broke their like a piece of their spaceship. Mm-hmm. So maybe he like gave them like a boost to like fly back into space. Yeah, maybe. Uh, th- you know, I feel like that's what Ultraman would do. He wouldn't ca- cause mass what? genocide of a race. No, that's only the Doctor and the Daleks. Or no, no, he did that to his own race. Oh, yeah, he sealed them away so everyone would cut. Yeah, it's like the Phantom's Zone. Um, oh yeah, and the episode ends with, like, with, like, with Ide finally, like, yeah, so, like, what was funny was, like, earlier, like, Ide or whatever like that, he's, like, a, trying to sleep, and so he just, he's counting sheep, so he's just like, oh, like, 1,536 thief, or sheep, <laughs> 1,537 sheep. 5,339 Fuck, I can't. Because keeping him away from his snoring. snoring. Yeah, and then they get up to get deployed or whatever like that because Cat calls him and then uh, Arashi, he's wearing his wrong shoes. He's wearing his slippers. I thought his boots looked different from everyone else's. And then Ide's just like poking fun at him, just like, wait a fucking go, she dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Steps on his foot. Yeah, I'm, 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 fuck. But yeah, the episode ends with like coming back to present day, and Ide's like, "Oh yeah, the black eye thing." Well, after we were done the mission, I fell out of my bunk bed, and I got the black eye and that way. It's just like it happens. He gets the black eye, and then he looks at the eye, and he's like, "See, this is how I got it." And I'm like, "What? What? What did I have to do with Bolton?" No, but like, why were you acknowledging it as it just happened when, as if. Like, it happened again or something. Like. <sighs> Breaking the fourth wall is hard. It's fucking weird. So, anyways, I'm glad they're not going to do that ever again. Because that was just. kind of threw me off. But, overall, this episode was pretty cool. Alien Bolton was awesome. Mm-hmm. So cool what they did with them. Alien Bolton is probably one of the coolest designs from the original series. Which is probably a reason why he stuck around throughout, all, like, throughout a ton of the other seasons. Hell, he actually comes, like, a Bolton comes back probably, like, I think two more times in the run of Ultraman. Wow. Yeah, like, in the span of 39 episodes, he comes back a few times. Zaraba comes back, like, twice. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Alright. So, anyways, now that Ultraman is done, let's talk about... Tiga.
episode two, The Legend of the Stone. So King Arthur <laughs> was from Japan. Well, okay. No. Um, so apparently Golza. No, uh, okay. I was wrong on that. It was a Google Translate error. Oh. So yeah, the the two kaijus that we have are not what you think. Oh. Or what I told you because that was in that that was an error on my. Oh okay. My so goals are still out there then. Yes. Interesting. Apparently, it does come back. Okay. But yes, uh, this episode is about two kaijus, Gakuman Alpha and Gakuman Beta. Yeah. In which they 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 live on the island of Kur- Kurara Island. Right. Which uh, miners are out there digging, like they're they're working in the salt mines. They're <laughs> and so like they've been stealing their shit and like destroying their home, destroying their home. So like Gakuma's very very pissed off. So he's been like attacking them. Well, I'm gonna turn you guys to stone then. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, yeah. So then like they're just like um. The TPC shows up. Not Guts. The TPC. Yeah, Guts is a part of TPC. Yeah, which I think this is a good episode that shows just how reliable Guts is. It's like, okay, ordinary TPC says, like, workers couldn't do it. We need Guts yeah. to figure out what to do about this situation. So, like, what they realized is that after fighting Golza in the first episode um, in Melba was that... Uh, like, you know, okay, we need more firepower, like, you know, because maybe, because they're, like, afraid, like, oh, Tiga might not show up all the time to help. So, uh, their jets that were, uh... The guts wings. Yeah, the guts wings, which only were equipped with flares, signal flares. Yeah, signal flares. Uh, they're like, okay, you know what, let's put some, let's put some laser cans on them. And so, like, the scientist lady, again, is just kind of being, like, a bitch about everything, just being like, well, like... They're going to be out of commission for a while. We're still working on them, and like, well, like her, like her response was like, "Well, why don't you guys just start from scratch and make a weaponized vehicle?" But um, Hero, the fat one, like the fat guy, yeah, he's like, "The guts wings are the best, like jets that we have, or like not even jets, the best vehicles we have." Yeah, we just need to upgrade those. We just need to upgrade them. So then, like, later on when they do need, like, a gut swing or whatever like that, she's like, well, they're not ready yet. It's like, well, too bad. We need them now. One's ready. One's ready. Okay, let's go. And, like, she's, like, pissed off that, like, they haven't tested them. Which, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. But, like, it's an emergency. They'll test it while they're in the field. But so. then the biggest thing happened this episode. Something that I was very shocked to hear. Ultraman Tiga is red and purple. Yeah, he's purple. I always assumed he was just red and blue. Yeah, he looked blue. He looked more blue, but in the show, he definitely looks a lot more purple. And, he said, and even the guy who was describing him. So, like, that that's an interesting thing. So, he's with Daigo or whatever like that, and they, they're sitting watching, like, footage of, like, his fight. His oh, yeah, fight um, and it's just like... Yazumi. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, okay, see here? So, Tiga, he was like, he's red and purple here, and, you know, he's kind of balanced. But then when he went to his red form, you know, he was stronger, but he didn't have, he wasn't as fast. And then his purple form, he's fast and can fly around stuff, but he's not strong. Perfectly um, balanced. Yeah. And so, like, Daigo's is kind of just, like, taking this all in, just going, like, ooh, okay, okay. And just, like, pretending that, like, he has mm-hmm. nothing, doesn't know what he's, and he's talking like, about. he's like, and he probably can only survive for three minutes. Yeah. Why three minutes? Well, when Gozula started to flee, he didn't go after him. Mm-hmm. He just finished off Melba and vanished. 
Yeah. And I love, love the color timer sound that comes from Kate. Because I remember, I remember that sound very well from the dub. Because they use that sound the dub all the time. Because I remember, like, I remember they used to have like little like tidbits about Tiga to be like, if he does, if his if his energy source goes out, he dies. Yeah, yeah. They didn't call it a color timer in the dub. I mean, um, I know in the original Ultraman dub, they call it a warning light. Mm-hmm. But in the Tiga dub, I I do remember seeing a bumper on YouTube for its color timer. But, but yeah, they, they I call remember, it something. But yeah, in the dub, they say that if his color timer went out, like, he dies. Yeah, he like, he doesn't, doesn't die. just run out of energy and, like, de-transform or anything. He, like, he dies. Luckily, <laughs> so, that never happens. No. Old Zero did. In the, second, in the second Zero movie, he, like, almost died. I, I feel like every new generation Ultraman has died at least once. Uh, or twice. No, and then there's Rose and Blue. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, so then, they're, like, trying to translate the rest of the message, and where, like, a part of that apparently gets cut off to other people, it, Daigo actually can hear it fully, fully translated. Yeah, so apparently the hologram Yuzara, like, the one that they saw in episode one, is not only just a hologram, but is an artificial intelligence. Yeah, and it's pretty much telling Daigo that... Motherfucker, you're destined to be fu- come fucking Ultraman Tiga. It's in your DNA. Yeah, see, t- look, look in your coat. What the fuck is this? It's a spark lens. It's your spark lens. Lance. So no, lens. Oh, it's lens. Lens. Because okay. it's like a it's like a lens flare. Oh, okay. Oh. When you ignite it, it, it lights up. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, yeah. So and like he's like, what the hell is this? It's like that'll help you transform Ultraman Tiga. And the hell it is. Yeah. And literally, Daigo is just like, I am me. You don't get to choose who I am. So, which, like, I, I remember last week I kind of made a mention that I was pissed off that he just decides not to do this, but it's kind of understandable. It's about, because, like, Cause, like, he just got shoved into this. It's just, no, you are Ultraman Tiga. Do I get a say? Do I get to choose? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like if it's like if you came like went to my work all of a sudden like you got rehired like in my work or something like that or got hired in my work and then I was like oh god you're a manager now so you're gonna be taking my shifts for the rest of the week like what? What? don't get a choice no 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 I didn't really get a choice either <laughs> every time I swear every time I had a day off you'd be like hey can you cover my shift nah, I didn't mean to I'm sorry <laughs> um. Get your experience. Um, anyways, fired. <laughs> so I kind of understand why Daigo wouldn't at first be like, no, and so he throws <laughs> it on the ground, and then uh, Izumi returns and he's just like, or because like he, he's like, he hears him say like, oh, oh yeah, Izumi, like uh, he said like Daigo meant uh, says what uh, Yuzara was saying. She's like, Daigo must become the light. And like he like, but Yasmi didn't hear all the way. He thought he said something about curry. Yeah, because hikari sounds like curry. Oh yeah. So <laughs> he's like, curry oh burger. you, yeah, you know, I could go for some lunch. I'm gonna get some curry. My okay. treat. So he pick, he brings the curry, or whatever, like that back, and then he sees like the spark lens on the ground. He's like, oh, what's this? He's like, nothing. Don't don't touch it. Don't think about it anymore. Oh, I also find it funny how it's just Velcro at the top of yeah. the jacket. It's like, yep. Um, so they're about to eat, and then they get interrupted, because it's like, oh... Yeah, one of the Gak- higher-ups. Gakuma's attacking! The Gakuma has come from above! 
but from underneath the caves. And like the workers are even like, like earlier in the episode, the work, like the boss comes up to the miners and he's like, why aren't you guys working? This is your living. Yeah, but there's a kaiju down there. No, and he even says like, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing else you can do to make a living with that, uh, except for mining. It's like, that's not true. There's lots of other things you can do to make a living other than mining. Oh, go just go ask Austin St. John. According he, to him, back when he was doing Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, he could have been working at McDonald's, flipping burgers, and get paid the exact same. Yeah. I want more money. You're gone. <laughs> um, but you know what? I think what the, bo- the boss meant like was on the island specifically, mm-hmm. just being like, the island is, it, its entire thing is based off mining. So, like, if you don't stop, like, if you stop mining, you're not going to make a living here. It's like Survivor. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's what he meant. He's just like, yeah. if you're not working on this island, you're not going to make a living. Tut the guy, tut the guy. Tut the guy, tut the guy. Tut the guy. Start fucking. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Gagama well, is just like, oh, no, they, they, they uh, bring out the guts wings. And they try out their laser cans, which they they work for the most part. Yeah, they blo- like they defeat uh, the Gakuman, which the workers are like, but, but the one that we saw had two horns. No, one had one horn, two horns, one horn, two horn. Turns out they were both right. Hold down, who did? Hold down, who did? Hold down, who did? I love it. Yeah, it turns out there were two Gakuman. Uh, one with one horn refer is referred to as Alpha. One had a penis. One had a vagina. And the two, and the one with the two horn was named Beta, or is referred to as the Beta. Beta Gakuman. Beta. Yeah. So originally, Gar told thought like he told yeah. he's like he's like oh no those are goals that he just they split into two kaijus like oh it's the way that I read on on the wiki I didn't. Because I, I saw Gozla, but then my eyes deferred me because it said Gozla A and then it goes to B. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, the two kaijus. Okay. I, um, I was wrong. So, yeah. So, then Daigo, he, like, just, like, I don't even remember. Like, his transformation was just, like, very so quick. So, when the Gakuman Beta showed up, when they were all running away, he hid behind a tent. He pulls oh, up the spark right. lights. And as it was about to crush it, he ignites the flat, or the let. The spark ones. Yeah, and like it, it's amazing that like no one acknowledges like, oh no, Daigo, where is he? They're uh, just like, yeah, Ultimate Oh, it's the Titan. The Titan has returned. Oh yeah, it's it's not until like the end of the episode where Daigo's like, Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga. But yeah, why, like, why Ultraman Tiga? Cause shut up. <laughs> fuck you, hero. <laughs> fuck you, hero. You want to call Mountain Gig like Gigavirus? Fucking stupid name. Who hired you? You did. Oh. No, it's interesting too because like Daigo was like actually even questioning the AI, just being like, like, weren't there other two other ones? It's like, yeah, but they were destroyed, dude. Dude, they didn't make it. Uh, so then yeah, while Tika's fighting, like Gakuma tries to like turn him in stone, but then like Tika just goes, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, the- I, already, I already did the stone thing. <laughs> like the way that Tiga uh, changes forms is from what I understand, from what I see. He puts, like, both his arms in, like, a cross formation on his chest and then, like, like flips them down, like, or like, he, like, extends them downwards so, so and saying, then he changes saying, color. Wakanda's, Wakanda Forevers. Yeah, then... Wakanda's Forevers and then generic rider pose. Sure. Which, I, I feel like Tiga was a big inspiration for Comrade Kuga. I mean, think of it. 
like starting off fresh, fresh from a franchise. You don't need to know anything else about it. Yeah, and then the cosmos. Ancient civilization. Ooh. The color change theme. Like, like you start to add all these together. Like, it is possible Kuga could have been, like, in like inspired from Ultraman Tiga. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Without Ultraman, we wouldn't have Kamen Rider. Um, yeah, and it's actually funny thinking that, like, Cosmos was there in the same time as Kuga, so. And Cosmos also changed. Cosmos came in 2001. Oh, never mind. So, yeah. Agito. Oh, okay. So, was there so, Ultraman in 2000? Uh, no. No, oh, okay. No. Uh, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, um. So, yeah, like, the, Ga- the Gakuman are kind of cool. Eh. They remind me a bit I, too much I, of Baragon. I'm waiting for like a really, really good kaiju to show up and fucking. Oh, there's a good one. All right. I saw an image of one, and I'm like, you know what? I got a picture of him right now. I'm gonna show it to you as we talk yeah, about the you know final what? scene. You you know how I work. I I like I like having stuff to look forward to in in media. Mm-hmm. So if you get if you show me ba- a badass kaiju and Tiga, then I'm gonna be fucking hyped. Yo, what? Yeah. What? That is a thing. What the fuck is that guy's name? I don't know. Oh my god. He reminds me of Guzla. Yeah, he looks cool. Fucking Guzla. I'm sorry, but Gu- Guzla's like a double S tier kaiju. He's just so cool. Who's Guzla again? He was the final monster in X. Oh, Griza. Oh, Griza. I'm sorry. Yeah, Griza. I mean, I meant Gu- Griza. Guzla sounds... sounds like another kaiju. I think it's Guzla. Yeah, Guzla. Anyways, yeah, Griza is what I meant. It's like, mm. yeah, like Grisa, Grisa's double S tier kaiju. Grisa! Grisa! Wait, it's, like, man, it's also just not interesting to see, like, Ultraman fight a kaiju that's, like, on all fours. Because Ultraman's, like, a humanoid type alien, but, like, when he goes up against something that's, like, on four feet, it's like there's only one thing you're gonna do. Yeah. You're either gonna ride him, punch, like, slice at him, or pick him up toss him special attack mm-hmm. which apparently power types Ultraman Tiga's signature move is the Delacine light stream Ooh. like so like he puts all of his energy in like a baseball type of move and like he whips it hey, ball boy fight oh no don't machine man this is a weird show um yeah, so then the episode ends with just them giving the Titan a name, which is Ultraman Tiga. Yeah, which Daigo's reason for is like, you know, you know, we kaijus have a name. He should have a name. Yeah. What should his name be? Ultraman Tiga. Sparkles. Captain, okay. Ultraman Sparkle Fingers. Ultraman Sparkle Fingers. It's not my name. Red Tornado. How about... Nostalgia critic. Now that's <laughs> fucking stupid. What, what are your superpowers? I don't, I don't even know how to schwan this thing. How about Captain Mar- Hey guys, it's you going have, on? You kaiju immunity. <laughs> You're dead. Oh yeah, we both saw Shazam as well this week. That was a fun movie. Oh. Not not as like fantastic as other people have been hyping it up to be, but like, like it has fun. It has generic superhero movie problems, but I thought uh, the I thought the action was pretty stellar. Uh, yeah, because like it could have been ten minutes shorter. Yeah, the, the best scene well, for me personally was the convenience store robbery. Like that 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 like that the one like, that you see in the trailer is yeah. like the biggest scene. Yeah, that that was fucking great. 
But yeah, uh, but yeah, hopefully this leads into more adventures of Tiga, but now I'm questioning, will there, like, because Daigo questioned Yuzara, the hologram artificial intelligence, so the AAI, or the HAI, holographic artificial intelligence. Well, no, just artificial intelligences can have, AIs can have, like, holograms. Um. It's like Cortana. Yeah, technically Cortana is just like an AI, but like it's just that's just her image that she portrays herself oh. as. I was just gonna start referring to her as the high. But yeah, but Dago questions it's like, well, if your civilization was so advanced, what happened? Yeah, what the fuck did you die out for? Yeah, like so hopefully in the future that leads to like a future storyline, like whatever did wipe out her race. Or her civilization might come back. Yeah, who is that guy? Might come back. Nah, I think he was just a one-off kaiju. Oh, okay. Maybe it's evil Tiga. <gasps> Tiga Dark? No. Evil Tiga. Oh. There is an Ultraman named Evil Tiga. Oh. He is cool. I thought that's what Tiga Dark was. Oh, no, because you said Tiga Dark is what the actual Tiga looks like. Yeah. Or huh. what he looked like. Apparently it was like a fake backstory for Tiga. Oh. It's, okay. in, it's in the movie. Okay. I can't wait for the movie. Oh, Final Odyssey? Yeah. It's probably going to be cool. Yeah, I heard it's a pretty fucking good movie. So, anyways, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, this is episode 77. It's like Ultraman. It schwas. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, next week, or more say, in our next episode, uh, we will be talking about something special. It's not a... Well, let's just say it's not a Godzilla movie, but it is an Ultraman movie. And now that I looked into it, it's going to be really weird. Yeah. Because we're talking about the dub of the 1980, 1994 film of Ultraman Zerf. Oh, yeah. The, the, the motherfucking Ultraman who hates dirt. Dirty. Oh boy. Lane, are you in for a wild history lesson? Cool. Schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!